0: Welcome to Bible Study. Welcome to the Reaching Forward podcast. Hopefully these have been a blessing. It's our desire to be a blessing to you in 2020. And then in 2021, it'll be our desire to be a blessing to you in 2021. If you have your Bibles and you'd like to turn to Matthew chapter 5 and verse 9, we're filling your bucket with blessings and it's really our desire that you take the Word of God. Don't take my word for it. Take God's word for it. Put these things to practice in your life. Make them a blessing. Prove me here with, saith the Lord. See if they work. See if they're a blessing. And then you can tell others how to fill their bucket too. This is the seventh blessing. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Lord, we ask that you will bless this Bible study in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you ever heard someone say, you're just like your father? Usually it's not a compliment, but that's what we'd kind of like to title this Bible study. Just like your father. At a T for officers and their wives, a commanding general of a base delivered a seemingly endless oration or speech a young lieutenant grumbled to the woman sitting beside him what a pompous and unbearable old windbag that slob is the woman turned to him her face red with rage excuse me young lieutenant do you have any idea who i am no no ma'am the man fumbled I am the wife of the man you just called an unbearable old windbag. Oh, said the lieutenant, sitting up straight, and do you have any idea who I am? No, said the general's wife. The man said, good, and he jumped up out of his seat and disappeared. Into the crowd. Well, that's not really what making peace is. A lot of people have ideas. Could it be running away, or could it be like that Colt forty-five peacemaker, which a pistol from the the uh, old American Wild West? It had brute force to stop hostilities. Whether you fired it in the air or ventilated somebody with it, you know how we used to say in the military, peace. Through superior firepower. Well, everybody loves a good fight, preacher. Well, yes and no. (laughs) You see, God doesn't really use a gun. See, a gun can't change a heart. It can stop one from beating, but it can't change one. See, God's power in peacemaking is even more amazing than running away or shooting someone or shouting someone down. Well, first of all, peacemakers aren't peace talkers, or even peace believers, or peace lovers, or peace sign throwers. You ever seen the, looks like a victory, peace, man? Well, what I'd like to talk about this evening, or this afternoon, is being a peacemaker. See, this blessing is a mission, should you choose to accept it, to make peace. Where there is no peace. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 7. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. So we want you to fill your bucket. And and really a challenge. Are we more like Jesus than we were at the beginning of last year? At the beginning of this year? At the beginning of last month? Are we striving to be more like Jesus? Well, one way to strive to be like Jesus is not just to put stuff in you it's not just to fill your bucket Uh, the dead sea is a very famous sea it has uh, water living water running into it living streams but it has no outlet so it's dead it's got a high salt content things really don't live in there so too if we have a lot of church and a lot of bible study and a lot of private prayer at home and and don't really have any out put out reach just like in nature you need an outflow to be fulfilling to be meaningful and yes god will make it uncomfortable but he wants to fill your bucket with a blessing i like what david said he said my cup runneth over so that's what this is all about. Not just getting blessings in your bucket, but filling your bucket over and being a blessing with your excess. First, on being a peacemaker, God is a God of peace. It's just like your father. Well, God the Father is a God of peace. The Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, and verse 16, Now the Lord of peace himself give you peace always by all means the lord be with you all he is our peace the bible says in ephesians chapter 2 and verse 14 who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us on the cross what did jesus repeat father forgive them I heard one accounting of the, the way that the grammar is that he said, Father, forgive them, that it wasn't just one time that he said it, but the way that it, uh, uh, the grammar was is that Jesus would probably have repeated it, Father forgive, Father, forgive them, Father, forgive them, Father, forgive them. Jesus went on the cross for our peace. Have you ever heard someone say, well, you need to make peace with God? It's a good saying, but... Let me share something with you. A woman lay dying, and a minister sat beside her and tried to break the news as gently as he could. He he said, Ma'am, I think your time is short. Yes, she said, I know it. And then the minister said, Have you made your peace with God? No, she replied. I haven't made my peace with God. Then you are not afraid to die? No, the woman said. Do you realize that in a few hours, you must meet God, the minister said? The woman said, yes. And you have not made your peace with God? No, the woman said, and I'm not going to. And the minister looked at this woman, and there was a strange light of perfect peace in the woman's eyes. And the minister realized that there was something backing up what she said. He said, what do you mean? (laughs) She said, listen, I know I'm dying, and yet, I have no fear of meeting God. I am resting in the peace which Jesus Christ made in his atoning death upon the cross. And I don't have to make my peace with God, for I'm resting in the peace which Jesus Christ has already made. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 20 says, And having made peace, through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself by him I say whether they be things in earth or things in heaven you see God made the peace we just got to enter in to God's peace God is a God of peace and, and the way that we become a peacemaker first realize what the father's like second get the peace of God for ourselves see the god of peace will give you the peace of god this person said my therapist told me the way to achieve inner peace is to finish what i start so far i finished a bag of m&ms a bag of doritos a chocolate cake and a six pack of coca-cola and i feel better already well alexander mclaren said peace comes not from the absence of trouble But from the presence of god remember that bumper sticker it said no god no peace n-o god n-o peace and then underneath it said no god no peace k-n-o-w god k-n-o-w peace the hebrew word for peace shalom it means really means safe happy well prosperous, it's more like saying, how are you, not how are your circumstances. The Bible said, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. You know, the word perfect comes from the word shalom, and the word peace comes from the word shalom. So the Bible says in Hebrew, shalom, shalom. Shalom. The perfect peace is just that abiding peace that we have in Christ. Well, how do you get this peace? You become God's child. It said that we're going to be called the children of God. Well, how do you become a children of God, child of God? John chapter 1 and verse 12, But as many as received him, received Christ, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe On his name. You know, God doesn't have any grandkids, just kids. (laughs) Galatians chapter 3 and verse 26 for you're all the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. And Jesus said in John chapter 14 and verse 27 peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. See, it's more than a slogan or a cool sign to flash to somebody or a cool t shirt to wear. He said, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The Bible said the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. What was the third one? Peace. There was a Peanuts cartoon in Lucy and Charlie Brown. Lucy was speaking to Charlie Brown, and she said, I hate everything. I hate everybody. I hate the whole wide world. Charlie Brown says to Lucy, but, but I thought you had inner peace. Lucy replies, I do have inner peace, but I still have outer obnoxiousness. <laughs> you see, when we have that inner peace from Jesus, he is our peace. He's the God of peace. He gives us the peace of God. Then you can become a transition. You can be, begin to transition. Uh, when you get that peace in your life, it's by getting things worked out in your life. And begin to look at others. In the right way, you see. There's a pastor. Uh, I'm a, he. He runs the saddle. Rick Warren, thank you, Jesus, runs a Saddleback Church. Founder of the Saddleback Church in California, a little church that runs like twenty thousand people. Okay, it's huge. And he said something like this. He said, "You'll never win your enemies to Christ. Only your friends." So we got to look at people differently. When God gives us this peace, shouldn't we forgive them like God forgave us? In Matthew chapter 7, verses 3, 4, and 5, Jesus said, And why beholdest thou the mote, or the speck, that is in thy brother's eye? But considerest not the beam or the log that is in thine own eye. Have you ever seen someone with a log in their eye? That'd be interesting. (laughs) <laughs> or how wilt thou say to thy brother let me pull out the mote out of thine eye and behold a beam is in thine own eye you probably couldn't touch him because if you put your arms out that log would stick out longer than your arms then Jesus said thou hypocrite now Jesus gives us a procedure here first cast the, out the beam out of thine own eye Get the right perspective clear up your 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 vision but then notice what jesus said then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the moat out of thy brother's eye he didn't just say don't judge he said get your attitude get your heart clean get the peace of god in you and then you can help someone have you ever tried to help someone who had a problem you need to be super gentle (laughs) becoming a peacemaker well we talked about getting the peace of god for yourself that's important in fact it's imperative the bible said that the peace of god rule in your hearts colossians chapter 3 and verse 15 it presents that word rule means like an umpire. If I don't have the peace of God, man, I can't preach. I gotta go get my wife to forgive me for something I probably said that's insensitive. I've gotta I've gotta go pray. Well, I've gotta get the peace of God first. Because the Bible says in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6 and 7, be careful for nothing, don't worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Instead of raising your voice, maybe we could lower our voice. Have you ever thought about that when you're dealing with someone and you need to correct something or be a peacemaker in a situation where there's no peace? I was watching a like this uh, reality show about uh, police officers in Louisiana. And one young Cajun police officer said that instead of raising his voice when he was in a confrontation with someone, he'd lower his voice. And it caused the other person to lean in to listen to what you had to say. Have you ever been so loud that someone just tunes you out? Phew, tunes you out. You can shout at the top of your lungs, they tuned you out. Well, I've used that with my daughter. Lower my voice almost to a whisper instead of raising it. Why? To take all that energy out. So preacher, but God wouldn't do that. Or would he? Remember when Elijah was running from that wicked queen? And God said, what doest thou here, Elijah? And he began to give his excuse. Um... They seek my life. I'm the only one left and they want to take my life away. So God said, go stand uh, upon the, the mount before the Lord. And the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not on the earthquake. And after the earthquake a fire. Now these are extremely violent and loud things. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, listen, a still, small voice. And when it was so, Elijah, when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering of the cave. Isn't that interesting? God got his attention. It wasn't with shouting. It was with a still voice. Small voice. See, the Bible says, hey, What weapons can I use in this society, preacher? What weapons can I use? Uh, should I use the Shotokan method? How about the Solomon method? Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 1. Ready? You don't even have to go practice this, you know, in a karate gi. A soft answer turneth away wrath mm. peacemakers and whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile go with him twain your boss says to work till five men you work till five fifteen. <gasps> what are you going to do flip the script turn the tables and you'll be in charge making peace did not Jesus tell us to love our enemies to bless them that curse us. Have you ever done that? Hey, man, bless you. Ma'am, bless you. Do good to them that hate you. Someone curses you out and you buy them a pizza? Whoa. Say, so preacher, that would. what would that do? It would change the world. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Why would you want to do that? Can't hate someone and pray for them. Verse 45 of the fifth chapter of Matthew, Jesus said that ye may be the children of your Father, which is in heaven. You know that this blessing is that people will identify us and say, that's a child of God. That's a child of God. You know that we can create peace where there's no pre- peace. That's what being a peacemaker is. I remember when I was at Subaru uh, dealership years ago, this lady came in and she was mad. She was so mad her husband didn't even interrupt her. And she was mad about something that had to do with the service of her car. And she said something like, I want to see a manager. The manager named Tom came out and she railed on him. And then she stated her demands, I think for a rental car and, and different things. And he just kind of heard her out. And then in a very calm voice, he said something like, Okay, we we, we can do that. Yes, ma'am. You know, something like that. And I was like, the lady was, all of her fire went out. There was no more arguing. He completely made peace with like a calm statement. And he was like a ninja. He made peace where there was no peace. You see, as a Christian, we should want to make the situation better. We should want to make the situation better. Peacemakers. You know what? We're having an election in the United States in a few weeks. Uh, Maybe about one week. (laughs) Regardless of who wins the presidential election, the world needs the peace of God. It needs peacemakers out there who are making peace where there's no peace. I'd like to challenge you to do that. Make the situation better. I'm going to close with this. I want to I I deal with changing your obituary. Changing your obituary? Yes. During the end of the 19th century, a chemist named Alfred read his own obituary in the local paper. This man established, he was very wealthy. He had established 90 armament factories by the time of his death. He made a fortune through explosives, invented dynamite, and... The newspaper had erroneously identified Alfred, who was reading this obituary, about himself, supposedly. But really, it was his brother, Ludwig, who had died. So, the paper wrote the merchant and identified it as Alfred, erroneously. The merchant of death is dead. It went on to say about this man, Alfred, who became rich by finding ways to kill more people faster than ever before, died yesterday. Well, Alfred read his own obituary, and he began to be concerned about how he would be remembered after his death. So on the 27th of November, 1895, he signed his last will, which left 94% of his total assets which in the year 2012 had accumulated significantly and were worth 472 million U.S. dollars. Well, these assets were to establish five prizes for outstanding achievements in physics, chemistry, medicine, literature, and perhaps the most well-known, the Nobel Peace Prize for working towards peace. Alfred Nobel said every man ought to have the chance to correct his eulogy and write a new one. Well, Jesus said, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Today, I pray that you're just like your father. If you're not, I want you to know that that the God of heaven knows his thoughts, that he thinks towards you, that God loves you, and that he's a God of peace, and he's the one that can bring peace to you so that you can bring peace to others so that they will look at you and say, that lady, that guy, that's a child of God. They shall be called, identified as the children of God. God bless you is our prayer. Put that blessing in your bucket. God bless you. We hope to see you in service this Sunday. Fall back if you're in Florida, which means the time goes back one hour. And we're going to have a new time for church. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Come and join us. 1857 Wells Road and check the website. It's going to be in the show notes. Subscribe to the podcast. May God bless you is our prayer. Amen.